This is Brain Diet, episode number 137. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Brain Diet. How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here. I was listening back to an episode of Brain Diet because I wanted to, I had a question about the editing. I just wanted to make sure that I had done it correctly. And I kind of drove myself up the wall with how slow I felt like I talked. (laughs) And usually if I listen to any podcast episode, I will listen to it on 2x speed. So I don't know if it's because I actually speak slowly or if it's because I just am used to faster talking. I don't really know. But if I speak slowly, turn me faster. Don't don't listen to this drawl. It's too it's too long. It takes too long to get to the point. <laughs> so at least one and a half times it if you're listening and you're like, this is way too slow. But it did make me laugh. I'm like, I can't stand listening to this. It's way too slow. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to give a quick reminder for the pre-holiday prep calls that I am offering just for the next couple of weeks through the end of October, where we can go over some really important things to consider throughout the holidays that will not only make the new year and all of the physical goals a lot easier, but it will also make the holidays more enjoyable. So if you're interested in signing up for one of those, the link for that is in the show notes. But let's get into our topic for today, how to decide your level of nutritional precision. Many times when we begin to lose weight or create some type of body composition shift of any kind, we will at some point ask, how precise do I need to be with what I'm eating? When does it matter to be really precise and when does it not? So I am going to provide you with something today that will hopefully help give you some context. But first, I want to explain a little bit about what I do with my clients and why it matters. And not necessarily that you need to do it this way too, but just why it's important to consider all of these aspects. So with my clients, we are working towards weight loss, specifically fat loss most of the time. That's most of my clientele is we are working for fat loss. And so in order to create fat loss, we use macros, we track macros to create that result for them. And I have another episode on that. It's episode 99, why macros are awesome. That might also supplement what we are discussing here today. But the reasons for this are a few. First, tracking macros helps my clients learn about food. When you are paying attention to what is making up your food, you learn more about that food. And when you are learning more, you aren't just subscribing to a specific diet trend, something like eating vegetarian or vegan or keto or Whole30 or paleo. When you are subscribing to those lifestyles, there is some learning involved, but more often it's omit this, don't eat this, don't do this. It's more just 
giving you action items that you follow versus really understanding what it is that you are eating. And all of those approaches that I just mentioned all use macros because macronutrients are what makes up all of food. Food that we eat for energy has protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And food contains these macronutrients in different ratios based on the different diets, but they are all using the same thing. Now, in addition to this, something that is important to remember is any diet that is prescribed in an effort to lose weight, any diet will have a quantitative approach. Meaning that no matter what it is that you are doing, what actions you are taking, if the goal is to lose weight, then the bottom line is that the calories have to amount to a certain amount relative to your body. Meaning you need to be eating less calories, fewer calories than your body burns in a day. So no matter what the diet is, it all has a quantitative approach if the goal is weight loss. Macronutrients and micronutrients are the basis of all food. Now macros have calories and micronutrients do not. They are vitamins and minerals, but they are the basis of all food. And so when you are able to pay attention and learn about what it is that is in your food, where the calories are coming from, you develop an awareness and gain knowledge and empower yourself in doing so. You know and learn where your energy is coming from and thus how to utilize it. Again, if you have some guidance with a coach, a lot of this comes as a result of it. But you can also do a lot of this on your own because even just tracking what you're eating without changing anything, but just getting to know what it is that you're eating, you can begin to learn the role of each in your body. You can learn how you respond. Oh, I tracked last night that I ate this and that, and I noticed this is how I felt today. You start to become more aware of how your body responds to things. And I think many of us will try to do this in other ways, but getting to know our bodies is really important to creating the health that we want. And one of those ways to get to know your bodies, your body is to track macros because you can see how you respond to things. Now in my program with my clients, we go in depth with what the role is of each macronutrient in your body, both generally speaking, and then learning on a unique and specific level for that client, what it looks like. And all of this is information that you can't unlearn. It's information that helps you in making informed decisions and isn't just a trend. Like, oh, right now my lifestyle is vegetarian. My lifestyle is vegan. And I am in no way demonizing those things, but I think it's important to separate the lifestyle aspect of a diet and the truth of how diets work, meaning it all comes down to calories, to energy balance. So all diets have a quantitative approach, and then there is also a qualitative approach. The quality of those calories matters as well, and that's why macronutrients come in. It's not just calories. It's paying attention to the macronutrients because calorie counting, quantitative approaches will result in weight loss, but macro tracking will result in body composition shift, meaning you can lose specifically fat versus just overall weight that could be inclusive of fat, but also muscle among other things. So when we can use macros and understand how they work in our body, we have much more power to create a desired body composition. If we are looking to build muscle, if we are looking to lose fat, then macronutrients are going to be really important to be aware of in what we're consuming in order to achieve the ultimate goal that we're looking for. I also think 
with my clients, when you can get to know macronutrients and what you're eating and how much you're eating of each macro, something that we emphasize within the program is this helps eliminate a fear of food and instead creates a strategy mindset. There is no such thing as a fattening food. Did you know this? I did an Instagram post on this recently. There's no such thing as a fattening food. And that's something that people will say, oh, that's so fattening. And we only gain fat if we are in a caloric surplus. If we are eating more than our body is using, that's when we gain fat. And so no matter what the food is, if the calorie level is lower than what you're burning in a day, you will not gain fat. And it's little things like this, understanding macros and calories and busting down some of these myths that can eliminate a lot of the fear that comes of food. People that grew up in the 90s have a fear of fat. I've seen where it's like, oh, that's so fattening. Fat, dietary fat is so bad. It's going to make me gain weight, all these things. And it's unfortunate to have to live in fear of certain foods like that. And especially to consider how limiting that can be of what you're eating. It's also I mean, just limits your life if you are avoiding certain foods because of a fear of them. And so learning about them in this way, about macronutrients, the values, the role that they play in your body can really help instead of approaching food as like, this is bad or good, it can just help you make decisions with strategy in mind. And again, if if there is still fear involved, this is where having a coach is really important. That's the type of thing that you work through in your mind that the food has nothing to do with it. It's just something that you got to clean up with a coach. So that's really helpful to have someone help you along the way if that comes up for you. But in my program, it all just ends up becoming a science experiment because we use the science of energy balance, of calories, of macronutrients, and we find out what works for your body in a sustainable way and not what you picture with obsessive um, calorie counting. There are many that will say ditch calorie counting And do I think that calorie counting is for everybody? Absolutely not. However, there are many that have a poor relationship with it because of all of the drama in their mind. If you have a negative connotation to calorie counting, it's not because the calorie counting is bad or that it's rigid or horrible. It's just because of all of the pain that you have associated with it we create in our mind with how we're thinking about it. And again, this isn't to say that everyone should count calories, but I think the demonizing of it is unfortunate because it is a necessary part of dieting. You need to be in a caloric deficit. You have to be aware of it on some level if you have physical goals, if you have change that you are trying to create. But what happens is people get really obsessive with it and get really restrictive with it. That's another thing that I think is unfortunate is people think that counting calories means eating a thousand calories in a day. And it does not have to be that way in order to see results. In fact, most often with my clients, when we really get into the whole program, it's a lot of like, wow, I have never eaten this much food in my life. And yet we're still losing weight because the goal is to feed your body as much as possible and still lose weight. So the idea of just starving yourself, people associate that with calorie counting often, and it doesn't have to be that association. It's a mix of calories and diet culture that isn't the jam. Regardless, this association comes with the way that we're thinking about calories. And I like to think about it 
the same way that I hate the movie Suicide Squad because at the time I was pregnant and throwing up and so nauseous and I don't know why I sat through that movie. I don't know that it's a very good movie anyway, but maybe it's good. I don't know, but I hate it because what I associate it with, I associate it with being so sick, so pregnant, uncomfortable, hating everything and thus by association, not liking that movie. Was the movie absolutely inherently bad? No, but that association has me thinking that it is. (laughs) But this is what we do. We take something like calorie counting, we have a negative experience with it. And because of that, we demonize it, we hate it. And not to say that everyone has to come back to calorie counting, but the whole point of what I'm going to share with you today is that there's value in it. And I think that it's worth becoming aware of to some degree for a variety of reasons. This is why, again, I will sound like a broken record, but having a coach is imperative through all of this. A lot of times, yes, you can go down a dark rabbit hole of calories and macros if you don't have someone paying attention to you and your mind and everything that's going on in there relating to the food. So very important to have a coach. So those are just a few of the reasons, a lot of reasons why I emphasize macronutrients and calories in my program. For one, because it's literally physiologically necessary in order to create weight loss, but two, because there's a lot of value that can come from it. And if you learn about macros and calories, you can then go and apply that to being a vegetarian, to being a vegan, to doing keto, to doing Whole30, paleo, whatever it might be, you have that knowledge that you can apply to any lifestyle. But with all that said, How do you decide what your level of precision should be, of tracking every single gram, of just paying attention to certain things? How should you know? How could you know? What do you need to do? So here is how I present this to my clients. This is something that we go into detail in my private one-on-one program. I present nutritional precision as a pyramid, not the food pyramid, that's outdated and frankly kind of irrelevant, but picture a pyramid and we divide it up into three sections. With my clients, I drop them into one of three sections and we proceed based on their goals. And I like to then recommend that they at least live somewhere in this pyramid most of the time forever, because so much of what I emphasize is creating sustainable habits and Some habits are not, are are more sustainable than others, but that's why we have the pyramid that I'm going to explain to you today that I hope you can also apply and learn from. If you were to live outside of the pyramid, if you were to not be in one of the three sections that I will go over, that is typically eating responsively, meaning there is no forethought about what it is you're going to eat. You eat simply in response to hunger or in response to emotion. You respond to what is placed in front of you. If someone offers you something, you eat it just because it's there. There isn't an awareness of what's in your food and there is no strategy as to why you are eating certain foods. So this is eating if you're just outside of the pyramid entirely. And that is oftentimes we can jump in and out of that space where we can just be eating responsibly. And frankly, I do think there is a time for some of this eating responsibly for sure in response to hunger, but the response to emotion is something that I think can be cleaned up for many of us. So that's being outside of the pyramid, being inside the pyramid. We have these three sections, 
the top of the pyramid is going to be tracking every macro and calorie. This top third of the pyramid is the most precise. This top third is where every bite is thought about and considered. So this top tier is going to be best for elite athletes with very specific goals. So think about people, bodybuilders, people that do bikini shows, figure, physique, people with those types of goals need to implement this approach more or less in order to create a very specific physical look. Everything needs to be accounted for because it is like so precise. When you get a body especially lean, everything has to be very precise. This is very useful for fat loss, but most useful for um, a desire to be extremely lean and to retain a significant amount of muscle. The middle tier is tracking protein and total calories. So we track total calories because we have specific goals. So this is part of the stipulations for being in the middle tier is that we have clear goals. Maybe it's to gain muscle. Maybe it is to lose fat. And as such, we need to be aware of how much we're eating. We need to be aware of our range that we want to hit relative to our goals. This is a very useful tier for fat loss because higher protein and a certain general macro breakdown is going to be most helpful for fat loss and is good for body recomposition. If we're trying to put on a little bit of muscle, gain a little, or I'm sorry, yes, put on a little bit of muscle, lose a little bit of fat. There are clear goals involved in this tier and you can achieve a lot of change in this tier. I find that for me, this is where I live most of the time. I will bounce down below to the bottom tier that I'll talk about in a minute or up above and track very precisely, but I usually end up back here because overall I have specific goals. I want to do certain things with my body and in order to do that, I need to be aware of what I'm eating most of the time. And this is not going to be as precise as that top tier, but because I've spent a lot of time in the top tier, I am pretty aware in that middle tier. And sometimes if I need to like tighten up, not literally within my body, but if I need to just get a little bit more aware, if I get too lax with what I'm eating, I'll jump up into the top tier and be like, okay, if I were just to not change anything, what would it look like for the day? What am I eating? And then it will give me information to jump back down into the middle tier and just make more informed decisions. So that leads me to the bottom tier. The bottom tier of this pyramid is what I call informed eating. So those that live in the bottom tier have general overall goals. And so you want to make informed choices. This has a caveat because if we want to make informed choices, we have to have information, which means that spending time in the top or middle tier, at least for a time to get information is helpful in living in the bottom tier. So let's say we have the general goals of managing stress, of managing our appetite, of helping our digestion. It becomes kind of a math equation. If I want X, then I will eat Y. Now in this bottom tier, there is still a prioritization of protein. So there's still this, I want to make sure that I'm eating protein maybe every time I eat roughly. 
but it is without exact precision. It's just prioritizing it, but we aren't weighing, we aren't measuring. It's just attempting to have a protein source every time you eat or something like that. It's prioritized. Another part of this bottom tier is eating in response to hunger signals. So this is where it is responsive. We are being responsive to our hunger signals, but it is also informed. It's not just eating in response to something. It is doing that in addition to, okay, and then I'm going to eat something strategically according to what I want to create for my life. This tier has forethought involved in your choices. This tier has knowledge of what foods do in your body, how you feel with certain foods, and will help you still work your way towards certain goals, but without as much precision. And it's a beautiful place to stay. But if you have very specific goals, then oftentimes upper and middle tier are going to be required in order to create those. No matter where you are in this pyramid of tracking every gram or tracking protein and total calories or eating within an informed way, there is awareness and forethought. There is thought of the future of what you want, of goals, and how to be strategic to move towards them. It's not simply responsiveness. Like if eggs were responsiveness, eggs are great, but if you're making a cake, there aren't just eggs. You combine eggs with other ingredients to create a certain result. This is what we're doing in the bottom tier of the pyramid is we're eating in response to our hunger signals, but we're combining it with other things in order to create what we want. So this pyramid all involves forethought and awareness. And like I said, with my clients, we start somewhere in the pyramid based on their goals and proceed based on how they respond. And again, based on their goals. So let's talk about where you should be. Tracking every macro is not necessary forever, nor would it be realistic. But living entirely responsively, I don't think will help us feel our best either, because you can influence so drastically how you feel physically based on what you are eating and how you are eating it. So I recommend living in the pyramid at all times, but varying which tier you're in based on your life and your circumstances. Living for a time in a higher tier of the pyramid can give you a lot of information to help the lower ones. So though I don't think anybody should be tracking every macro forever, I don't think that it's necessary and there are just times in our life where it is not a realistic lifestyle, but you learn so much about food and about micronutrients as well, especially if you work with me in my program, and you have information to then make informed choices versus feeling like you don't know what to do. Maybe you know you want to lose weight and you just don't know how. When you can spend time in this pyramid somewhere, especially in the top two tiers, you learn so much about your body. So for me, when I'm on vacation, for example, I usually will jump down to the bottom tier. With my clients, we do the same thing because we work together for a significant period of time and there are lots of vacations and holidays that we have to encounter. And instead of going from, I'm going to be really precise and then go on vacation and be kind of approach it with like a screw it all mentality. Instead, we just decide, you know what, I'm going to move down to the bottom tier. 
meaning I'll prioritize protein. I'm not going to be super precise. I will eat in response to hunger signals. I will have general overall goals, but there will still be, there's still forethought involved, but it's just eating in an informed way and not necessarily with lots of precision. And this is something that I recently did when we went to Mexico. We stayed in an all-inclusive resort this summer, which was the first time I'd ever stayed in one. It was really fun, but I knew that we would, I mean, quite literally have food available to us 24 seven. And I wanted to enjoy that food. I wanted to eat and I wanted to experience the culture and the cuisine, but I also knew I'm not going to feel amazing if I just eat responsibly. If I just grab whatever is in front of me, I might feel sick to my stomach and I won't feel good throughout this trip. And so I knew I was going to eat more and I did. I ate lots of treats and it was really fun and awesome and I had a great time, but I was informed every time and it didn't make, it didn't take away from the vacation because I'm like, yeah, I can have my ice cream. I can have my cupcakes. I can have you know, anything that I want to have, I'm just going to do it with a little bit of strategy involved, not for the sake of how I look even, but just for the sake of how I feel. I want to enjoy this vacation and that's going to include eating a lot of food and feeling well and not making myself sick from way overdoing it. And so this is something that is so valuable in helping us still enjoy our vacations and not feel like it has to be all or nothing, but just to do it in an informed way. And having lived for many years in the top two tiers, I felt pretty informed about how to eat in the most strategic way for my body. So this is why I think it would be generally beneficial for most people to track their food for at least a few weeks, just for the sake of knowing what you're eating, not even having to change anything, but just getting to know what is in food. I think it can also present you with the opportunity to see that there are no good foods or bad foods. It's just food with certain ingredients, with certain macros that will work in your body in a certain way. For example, on Instagram, I follow Butter Your Macros. They've been on the podcast before. I've been on their podcast. They are just the cream of the crop humans of the earth. And Natalie did a reel on Instagram talking about how a donut technically has better macros than a protein bar because it had... I don't even remember what the macros were, but she was showing that if you were looking to eat less calorie and if you needed some carbs, then it's like the donut was a much more strategic choice. And because she was aware of macro counts and content within certain foods, she was able to make that choice versus living in fear of certain foods and worrying that certain foods would be fattening. All of that can just be dispelled by learning about what you're eating. Oftentimes what happens with my clients is... We start this way. We say, let's just track what you're eating now to see where you are at so that we can have kind of a starting point to move forward. And again, that's one reason why the pre-holiday prep call would be really, really valuable for anybody that's looking to do what I'm talking about today to get familiar with their food and things. But what happens is clients will track without changing what they're eating and will come to me with all of this information. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, so I can see that I'm eating a lot of extra here and a lot less here. And here's how I feel when I eat this way. Like there's so much information that can be so helpful that like I said, you can take and then apply that to any other lifestyle. But until you have the, the information about calories and, and macros, you're missing a foundational piece of nutrition, a piece that can be so empowering regardless of weight loss, but in just helping you feel better. 
So whether or not you adopt tracking macros as your modality of choice for approaching your nutrition, I do think that regardless of your desired habits, it can be informative and helpful for you to understand your body and your body as it relates to your goals. Some may live in the top tier for a minute. Some of you may be like, okay, I'm going to track my macros very specifically, very precisely, just for a little while to kind of see what it's like to see how my body responds to things. And maybe you will spend the rest of your lives in the bottom tier. But regardless, there is always some awareness that has been gained. There is awareness involved. And there's forethought that is for the sake of your greater good, for the sake of that future version of you that is everything that you want to be and has the health that you want to have. So how do you decide which tier to live in and how to approach this? The first thing you have to do is get really clear with your goals. What you do is going to be very dependent on what your goals are physically, because that's going to determine how precise you need to be with what you're eating. The second thing I will recommend is to hire a coach. There is so much value in having someone guide you through this, both with the numbers you're working with, but also to help you work through the drama and the messiness in our minds as it relates to food and body image and hunger and emotional eating. There's so much that can be unpacked there. And there are many coaches that do not have this piece. And that is an integral part of my own program that I take so much pride in because no other coach does it exactly the way that I do. And so hiring a coach is going to be helpful to help you work through all the drama that comes up when you start to track and pay attention to your food. Then once you have gotten clear with your goals and or hired a coach, pick one of the tiers and just begin creating some awareness. I would recommend starting in the middle and just paying attention to protein. Even if you're not paying attention to total calories that you're eating throughout the day, just pay attention to your protein intake because just by increasing protein for many of us, you can create so many advantages for yourself in how you feel, in your appetite, in your digestion, in your moods, in your sleep quality. Protein is a powerhouse. And so if you have never spent time paying attention to your nutrition, start in that middle tier and paying attention to protein. And one little caveat I will say is generally people will say like, eat more protein. And then someone will be like, well, I ate an egg. And it's like, okay, well, yes, there's six grams of protein in an egg. And that's great and significant. But as a general rule of thumb, for anyone that's starting to pay attention to their protein, shoot for 100 grams in a day. Having that as a starting point can be helpful in, again, just getting to know whether you get that easily in a day or whether you have some room to grow. Because I think 100 grams for many is a great goal to have. It can get a little bit more nuanced. And again, that's where having a coach can be really helpful. But start there. Start in that middle tier. Pay attention to your protein. See if you can get 100 grams in a day. And get clear with your goals, what you want them to be, and start to create awareness and eat in an informed matter. Because when you can just bounce around this pyramid, it does not have to be perfect in order to create the results that you want. Because if you just jump out of the pyramid entirely, you will do yourself a disservice. But you can still live your life. You can still go on vacation. You can still have enjoyment and not be obsessive with food, but still be in a goal-oriented mindset. But that comes from deciding where in the pyramid you want to be during which phases of your life. And even for me during certain times of the year, 
I will just bounce around based on my goals. I'll stay in the top tier for a little while and then I'll spend a lot of time in the middle tier and then I will have holidays and vacations and I'll go down into the middle tier. But regardless, I always have that future version of me in mind. I'm always thinking of how I'm going to feel tomorrow or how I'm going to feel in a year, how I want to look in a year, what my physique goals are for myself in general. So this pyramid is a powerful tool to implement that can help you avoid all or nothing and can teach you so much about food. Food is amazing and it's so powerful to learn what it can do for your body versus living in fear of it and eating and just hoping it works. Because when you can have some guaranteed pathways to achieving your goals, it makes goals so much more concrete versus like, I hope this works. All that to say, spend some time in this pyramid. And if you want some help, I am absolutely could help you. I promise you that. I've done this with so many people and it's a powerful experience to take people through this journey to help them learn about their bodies and learn about food. If you are interested, I'm just going to say one more time, this pre-holiday prep call is going to really be a great foundational piece to help you start to work your way into this pyramid and to apply it because there's a lot of stuff that we can learn and talk about on this call together that will help set you up to do that and start to create actual results that you want to create. So that is all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.